I'm Susan Gorman. I'm an intuitive counselor in Exeter, New Hampshire. And I'm Laura Bricker. I'm an author, and you might know me from the podcast, Crime Writers On. Welcome to our new podcast, Everyday Intuition. So, Susan, you and I met a number of years ago. And this is when I used intuition in the wrong way. You said to me, Laura, the gods are smiling upon you. And I was like, oh, okay, it's a Laura. message. Laura, <laughs> we have to get something clear. Like, I would never say that to you unless I was teasing you or joking around. Well, did I, I, did I really say that to you? You said that to me. And I, I did not know how this whole intuition thing worked. And I was like, oh, oh my God. She has given me a message. Now, what are the gods going to do next? So I think that's why I'm here, because I think I actually need to be your little intuitive guinea pig so that I can actually learn how to use my intuition and not rely on clearly something that was not uh, anything at all. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so I, my way. <laughs> I accept and I will take you on guinea pig. Okay. All right. Except the reason why I'm doing it now is because clearly you've been walking around traumatized for over a dozen years because you thought that I said something that meant something that it did not. I mean, I think the thing that we should get clear right away is that I really am kind of a smart ass, which people don't usually associate with intuitives. And I try to bring a lot of humor to my work. I probably was teasing you and 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 for that I humbly apologize and I hope that you can forgive me that's okay that's okay because then like a few years after that actually more than a few years when I turned 40 you gave me a reading for my birthday do I call it a reading I'm sorry well what's it's the correct been, terminology I don't know what the correct t- terminology is because sometimes I call it a session and sometimes I call it a reading because that's what I'm doing I'm okay. I'm reading other people but it's so much more than that and I think that that word makes people think of something very stereotypical yeah so maybe we can put our heads together and come up with a different word for it let's let's call it a session for right now. okay so when I turned 40 you gave me a session for my birthday And I was, I was really, I was intrigued, but I was a little bit afraid because, uh, you know, in my work life, I really have a good sort of handle on listening to my gut when I was out doing investigations or doing reporting as a journalist, but in my personal life, not so much. So I was a little bit nervous and it took me three years to work up to having that session with you. And from that, actually, it was really interesting. Yes, I I was really delighted to do that for your birthday. And I think that it cleared up a lot of things for you about what an intuitive session is and what it isn't. And there were a couple of times during that session where you did like a teeny little double take with your eyes where I knew, oh, wow, she's wondering right now, how does Susan know that even though she's my friend? Or that I was hitting on things that maybe you had been puzzling over struggling with for a while and I I think that's one of the really cool things about sitting with an intuitive is being known in that way 
what was really interesting to me was that you like we didn't talk about ahead of time. Like I didn't say, Susan, I need to know the answer to this. But when I came in, there were certain things that had been on my mind and they might have been things that I was already sort of contemplating and trying to figure out. And you gave me like one or two more pieces to those sort of issues or whatever it was that really brought things into context. And that was really useful on a couple of big issues that were going on in my life at the time. Is that how it usually works? Yes. So maybe we should take a moment or two and tell people how it actually works. And actually, I do that. Whenever anybody comes to see me for the first time, I give them a little spiel. It just takes a couple of minutes. And there's there's two reasons why I do that. The first one is that sometimes people come in, they're really nervous. They're they're nervous in a way where I'm probably not going to be able to get past that wall of fear and give them anything useful. So talking to them and, you know, they see I'm a real person and I'm not going to be tipping tables or speaking in tongues or doing anything crazy like that. They relax and I can get more information for them. Yeah. The second reason though, that I tell people exactly how I do what I do is because you know me that my big passion is not just being the intuitive, but helping to awaken intuition in everybody. And that's why we're calling it everyday intuition, because I feel that intuition is something that we are all in possession of. And we have absolutely no awareness of how it's operating or when it's operating. And so my goal, my job really is to pull intuition out of the margins you know, one intuition, one experience, one gut feeling at a time. So I normalize it right away. Somebody comes in and sits down and I say, look, this is what I am. I'm a clairvoyant. And what that means is that I see things that are not readily apparent to other people or even apparent period to other people. Objective clairvoyants see things that are happening, you know, right in front of them live. And subjective clairvoyants see things in the mind's eye. And that's primarily what I am simply because I find objective clairvoyance really distracting. An empath is someone who feels the thoughts and feelings of another person as if it were their own without invading their privacy. So an empath is really reading you like the center of a wheel. Your energy starts there and then they can just travel down the spokes to the different people, places and situations in your life and give you information about that. But the cool thing that empaths can also do is they can kind of pull up, you know, they're, they're looking at the world through your eyes, they're experiencing it through your eyes, but in your heart, but they're also able to look around and see like, they think that that's a bear charging out of the forest at them. And really, it's not or vice versa. I used to have this great line, I used to tell people I talked to dead people and, (laughs) you know, brought the house down every time. And I was doing this session with a young woman um, whose grandmother had come through and she was talking and stuff. And she sort of stopped in the middle and addressed me. And that does happen very occasionally. And she was, you know, saying to me that once we cross over, we're more alive than when we were here in our bodies, that here on earth, this is where the really hard work is. This is where the compression is and the struggle. But once we clear all that, you know, we're more alive than you. And I turned to this woman, I said, I think I just got schooled by your granny. You know, like, (laughs) she just told me I was being very rude to the spirits. So I'm not doing that anymore. I don't say I talk to dead people. But basically, I mediums are people who believe that that life doesn't end with the death of the body. 
So some mediums are actual animal communicators too. You know, they can communicate with other, like Mm -hmm. our pets and things. And some mediums can pick up on the spirit or the life essence of who we are when we're not alive. And sometimes we know those people and sometimes we never knew them, but messages will come through for people. So it's just a, it's a, it's a combination of those three things. And I don't, necessarily need to be pointed in a direction most of the time I leave time for questions at the end but people usually have had their questions answered and more it's like a very deep kind of listening and so even with someone I know like you I can sit down and we can talk and I can tell you things and I, I think the funnest part for me happened after the reading where every few weeks or so you would text me or we'd bump into each other and you'd say hey Susan I just want you to know this other thing that you were talking about in the session I I didn't understand it at the time but guess what so it yeah it was neat for me too because I got to see it kind of unfold and I get feedback yeah it was it was that was pretty amazing I think the first thing that really like during the actual session was when towards the end and you were communicating with my grandmother who I was very, very close with. And there was something like the way that you, you worded it and you were like, it was about some, some house projects that might happen. And I was like, and she wants you, don't let Ken, my husband, don't let Ken do it, hire the man. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, because my grandmother used to say that all the time. And you, you know, and, and it was like, she was always saying that, don't let Ken do that hard work, hire the man. And I'm like, I don't know who this man is, but he's going to get a lot of work. But that was, you know, (laughs) um, so that was the, but then there was like, right off the bat, there was something about something under the house and something that was going to need to be fixed and something under the house. And it turned and it was the cabin and it actually turned out to be my in-laws house, which is a log cabin and a family of foxes That's had right. built a den under the porch. Then they had to have it all cleared out and fixed and repaired. And actually it was within a week of that conversation. So that was really interesting to, to yeah. kind of, I was like, Oh, <laughs> you know, one of the things that I tell people before we start is that I have, so I've been doing this for over 30 years. And what's interesting to me is that I don't always understand the information coming through, but what I do trust is that if it is coming through me, then it's useful in some way, but we don't always know when it's going to be useful. There's a, there's a gap between when I'm seeing it and when it's manifest in your life. And sometimes that arc can be years and sometimes it can be you know, really a very short amount of time. There was way back in the early days when I was just starting out, I told this woman that she was going to be buying a house in the next couple of months. And she was very polite, but I could tell she was trying not to shake her head at me. And she, you know, called me about two and a half months later, you know, I'd completely forgotten. And she said, I just want you to know, my brother and I and a friend are going in on a house together. They called and asked if I would buy a house with them and I'm going to do it. (laughs) She was just completely shocked. And that happens a lot where sometimes it happens quicker. Sometimes it happens slower. Sometimes I talk about things that people don't even expect to come up. But what I've learned, you know, from doing this as long as I have is that 
if it's coming through, it's coming through for a reason. Either you need to be ready for it or you need to be thinking about it or the things that I will tell you will help fill in missing pieces. And sometimes there are things that I don't even pick up on at all. People at the end will ask a question and I'll think, oh, yeah, that's right. You have a, you know, you're dating somebody or it's not, it's not usually because it's not important. It usually happens because that's one area in which you're probably doing fine. And there's not a lot of information that's going to be able to make a difference. And I also notice that the kind of information that comes through, especially at the top of a session, is they they really want you to trust that this isn't just, you know, me, you know, I hate to say it, but like scamming anybody. I have to give you information that nobody else would really know or that you wouldn't expect me to know. Yeah. So. So one of the things that I think is really unique about how you approach your work is that you you kind of aren't just like people don't just come to you to have their session and, you know, find out what it is that you, uh, you know, kind of are sensing or reading that's going on with them. But you're really coaching people as well, almost like a counselor in a way. So and well, I feel some like people that's, do some yeah. people come and that's all they need from me. But there are other people who have a really strong gift themselves or they just have a strong need to be more, you know, in touch with their own intuition. And the circumstances of their lives are putting pressure on that intuition. But in our society, we don't get a lot of training on how to recognize intuition when it's happening. So I definitely can provide that. But I feel like that's like what your your interest, like, I mean, is that correct to say? Like, I mean, I feel like that's sort of what your, I don't want to say clinical interest, that makes you sound like a doctor, but like, that's sort of what your passion is, is helping people tap into that and sort of coaching them towards listening to themselves and listening to what, when they're getting a little bit of a nudge about something or, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, in the very beginning, when I agreed that this was going to be my life's work, I really was adamant and I still am today that this isn't really about me and what I can do. It's about helping people awaken what they themselves have within them. Because up until the moment before I discovered that I was an intuitive, I didn't think I was. And so for me, that experience taught me that if I had these gifts, just that just showed up fully formed. If I had them, then most of people should have be able to have them too or access them. Now I'm like you're you're train I'm in training with you. I'm in like the Susan Academy of Intuition. So um, yes, because so- you come every time you come up to me and tell me, Susan, listen, you tell me another story of how you listened to, you know, the spidey senses. I did. So I want you, you know what I think would be fun? Why don't you give me a homework uh, project for our next, our next podcast? Something like what you would, if you were kind of coaching somebody like myself or somebody else on like, how do you first start to tap into your intuition? Like what's one thing I might do over the next week or two before we chat again? So maybe even our listeners could try it at home too. Yes. They could do the homework along with you. Okay. And they could email me with how it went. That would be awesome. Okay. So, so what's our assignment? All right. So here's your homework for the week. 
as a preface, I want to say that we walk around tolerating levels of fear and anxiety that are completely off the charts right now. So most of the time we are in some level of, you know, fear, some people more than others. And certainly there are exceptions to that. But one of the things I tell people all the time is that you cannot be in touch with your intuition and be ramped up with anxiety or fear at the same time. It just doesn't work. So the first homework assignment to learn to get in touch with your intuition is to start to try to notice when you're calm because intuition is actually very calming and very grounding. So that would be your assignment is just to notice. And if you want extra credit, Ooh, what I, I, I like yeah, extra credit. Oh, I know you I, do. I'm a Virgo, so I'm all about extra credit. Okay. <laughs> See if, you know, when you're calm, are you actually having a, a strong intuitive sense about something that you're talking yourself out of? Because we'll talk about this, but we have a million different ways of shutting intuition down and we know them. So when people come to see me and they say, well, I'm not a very intuitive person or I don't have a very strong intuition. What is usually happening is it's the opposite. They actually have a very strong intuition. They've just learned how to like completely repress it or distract from it or pick it apart or minimize it. So we'll talk about all those things that we do. But for right now, I just want people to imagine when they have those little zaps, what do they feel like? And to look for the calm. And when they have those moments, to see if they can sit with it just a couple seconds longer and listen in to see if they're talking themselves out of it. Ooh, that's good. I like that. I am ready. I'm ready okay. for the challenge. I, I know right. you are. <laughs> and I feel, I feel redeemed that I met you low these many years ago and, and came at you with my smart ass self. And now I'm actually going to be able to help you. <laughs> Seriously, for like five years, I was like, she said the gods are smiling upon me. I think something good is going to happen. I think I, something good is going to happen. I feel horrible about this. <laughs> it was so funny, though. It's good, though. It's all good. It's it's a good story. <laughs> I mean, listen, one of the things I've been accused of being my whole life is a Pollyanna. So if I lean a little hard on sarcasm <laughs> now and then, it's just to try to establish some street cred. But yeah. go golly, Laura, that's golly. horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> What other things are you going to be telling me about that I had no idea? Uh, you're just going to have to wait and see. Okay. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Everyday Intuition with Susan Gorman and her intuitive in training, that's me, Laura Bricker. If you'd like to send in a question for Susan to answer, you can email her at susan at susangorman.net. And if you'd like to connect on social media, you can follow Susan at Susan Gorman Intuitive on both Facebook and Instagram. She's got a lot of great daily meditations and tips on intuition on her social pages. And yes, in case you're wondering, she does do remote sessions. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at Lara Bricker on Twitter or every week on the podcast Crime Writers On. So tune in next time for even more insight into tapping into your own everyday intuition. Recording. Okay, I am recording. Avoid legal snags by telling people they are being recorded. That just popped up on my machine. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate <laughs> that you let me know that we are being recorded. <laughs> All right.
because so I was going to sue your ass. Oh my God, that's all I need. That's all I need. 